Coming to you live as fuck. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your boys, Steve O, that's at Drunk Shy Sox fan on Twitter. And Hot Take Tommy. On this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, we're going to be going through it with a couple bits of fun Donaldson facts. We're going to be doing our takes on the All Star game versus the NBA All Star game. And we're going to do a quick, quick Minoso Minute. All of this brought to you by the Josh Donaldson Sucks Club. Club. So make sure you rate, <laughs> subscribe, and review, baby. Tommy, how you feeling this morning? I'm feeling good. I I've had my coffee, thank the Lord. Yes. Um, had a breakfast sandwich. A little bit of Bailey's. Took in, the or, trash uh, out. We not, had a not good Bailey's. time. <laughs> Same Brendan's. Same Brendan's. The off-brand Bailey's that Steve keeps it's bringing like to my house. A third of the price. It's like and it's basically a third the of same. the flavor. Is oh, it? Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I think I like it just as much. It's to be honest it's, with you. It's just fine. It's I mean it's it gets the job done. It's yeah. adding whiskey you know, flavored cream to your a morning, coffee. A morning after <laughs> drinking, um, you know, last night. The, it, it's hitting the spot. So that makes sense. It's just you giving, explained a very nice acronym for it's me. Giving this me that, well. It's giving me that even flow. Oh my god. You already know. No, we don't need it. Yes. So <laughs> make sure you smash the like button bishes, according to our guy Beefo <laughs> up here in the comments on YouTube. Glad to see both him and Yeah Dog already <laughs> showing board. up. Um so Tom we want to give people a White Sox Run Club update yeah, for ourselves. Yeah, I think we should. Um, I'm at 61 and a half miles, which is more than half, actually. It, more than half, and so, he's, you got about a month to go. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be fine. I'll get there. You think so? I think I'll get there. Because, I'll turn because it up you said you said five five dollars toward the charity of my choice for every mile you don't reach. I, right? Exactly. No, ten dollars for every Ooh, mile. Ten. If I don't reach one hundred and eight miles, I'll get there. All right. And um, we wanted to announce our charities today as well. Oh yes. wait, 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 wait. Let's do your total okay. first. Mileage seventy seven miles so far. Um, so I got about thirty left. Thirty one on the dot. Feeling good. Feeling rested. Oh, you are. Are you feeling yeah, good? Okay. I am. I am. because you have 15, 16 more miles. By the way, I would <laughs> highly, highly recommend running when it's like light snow with a little bit of padding on the ground. It's therapeutic, I'll tell you. Especially yeah. at night. Just enough snow that you don't see the ice patches and then you just like hit them real, real high speed. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. No, like, good, 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 good. That's always my favorite when you're running outside. <laughs> have you hit any ice patches recently and you're moving your legs? You know, and all of a sudden you're not really going anywhere. You're just slipping on ice. <laughs> no, that's that is, my favorite. That's not that's not good. I would say uh, in ideal, but um, yeah, I, I've I've been running outside more. There you go. I enjoy it. I found it's way better in indoor, isn't it? Uh toss up. I'd say toss up. Wow. Because when it gets fucking balls cold, I don't want to be out there, Steve. I'm not. I don't think I'm being a Define bitch for saying balls that. cold. Like, what is the temperature for you? I think. 15. 15. Yeah, 15, 15 is cold. 15 is balls cold, Steve. Like that is is that like your 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 tipping point? It's yeah. like if it's below 15, I'm not running outside. Yeah. Okay. I, honestly, if it's below 20, I'm not running outside. Below 20, not running outside. Yeah, but if it's 20 and up, I'll do it. I'll just layer up and go. Anyway, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Charities. What who are we going to donate to uh come when we inevitably blow past that 108 mile mark on the White Sox Run Club? Well, you're going to blow past the 108 mark? I said, I've said it. I'm going to do it, Steve. I'm just going to have to run 26 miles the last day. I'm gonna there we do go. It I'm, I'm excited to see that. <laughs> My marathon. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, uh, you know, for those people that tuned in last week, 
um, and and the previous week before that, you know that you know there's a, a cause that's near and dear to my heart um, with my guys, the Westendorf brothers, their dad recently passing away. Um, they're doing a memorial for him uh, for Roy Gale Baseball in Rockford, uh, where Rick dedicated hours and hours and days and, and weeks and, and years of his time um, and ultimately built one of the the, the fields and, and the mound uh, from the ground up at Roy Gale. Um, so they're doing a memorial for him. Um, so in honor of Rick Westendorf and, and in honor of his legacy for youth baseball in Rockford, Illinois, my hometown, you already know, 815 represent. Um, that is going to be my charity of choice. Shaking your head at my 815 represent. <laughs> it's fine. No shame about it. Yeah, no, uh, that's great. And I think, you know, we're kind of both doing like Local things, which is nice. I want to donate my money to my block, my city, my hood. Love um, that. Actually, I'm going to be donating your money to it, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Just kidding. Charity's good. Um, but we're going to be doing my block, my city, my hood. They do a lot of civic organizing, which is cool. Um, but what they also do is a lot of neighborhood cleanups, a lot of youth outreach and stuff um, in areas of need, specifically in Chicago, which is why, again, that's near and dear to my heart because they're doing the work that a lot of, you know, let's just say churches and and the public programs are not picking up the slack in that area. Mm. And so it's good to have people out there on the streets doing those things. Um, yeah, that's that's where I want to direct my funds to. And I love that. I think I'm I mean, excited. Do you yeah, do, do you want to talk about Ukraine for a second? Just yeah, I, I mean, mean, I we know can, we're going. Wow, that's a hard that's, left. It's right a hard there. left, but it's what's next on the list. And I was like, man, this is. It's been hard, and it's been weighing heavy on my mind. If we're gonna talk about our weeks, right? Like, I was up on Tuesday night, about to fall asleep, and then. I, <laughs> the big news breaker, <laughs> your fiance, I saw her tweet about her stomach dropping through the floor and I was like, shit, Russia just fucking did it. And guys, yep. um, the, the only thing that I wanted to get off my chest here is, is and if I may, quick mm -hmm. Minoso minute. We live in an awesome town. Um, it's got a great neighborhood called Ukrainian Village. If and by town he means the large 2.7 million town of, <laughs> yeah. of the city of Chicago. City of Chicago. Yes. City of Chicago. Um, go ahead, take time, spend your money in that neighborhood. Go to Ukrainian Village. The, the people who have roots in Ukraine, the people who have family in Ukraine, deserve our support at a time like this. And and I hope what I'm doing with this is just pointing you to the obvious, you know direction and, and and placement of funds in that neighborhood like if you just forgot you know ukrainian villages is literally here go to a restaurant give them a fat tip show them the love in just a, that's like a tangible easy way if you feel helpless right now go and spend your money in in an area that has ukrainians um and and show them the love that they deserve so i know that's percent. that's a hard left <laughs> but but I think it's worth saying, you know, at a, at a time like this. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Thanks for bringing that up. I, I know this is, yeah. I mean, I personally, like, there is one girl who I went to high school with um, who was from Ukraine, actually. Um, so I know the people who are from there, the people who have roots there, the people who still have family there. This is an extremely tough time for them. Um, so do what you can to support them. Um, during this time, um, 
and not just, you know, thoughts and prayers, but pray with your feet, as I say. Um, That's huge. I mean, so. t- T's and P's are great, but also, you know, fuck, if, if you can do something, do something. And it's so easy to go out, reach out to somebody you know who's Ukrainian, ask them how they're doing, or just go and spend your money in that neighborhood. Like, that's, I think that's just so easy. Just go and, go and grab, you know, lunch there if you, if you work in the city or what have you. So anyway, that's just a quick sidebar, but I think, you know, we are a White Sox baseball podcast. We are a White Sox baseball (laughs) podcast. We got to it in under 10 minutes. Um, That's better than usual. It is, honestly, especially after last, our last episode, (laughs) which we had to split three hours into two different episodes. Um, Yeah. So let's talk White Sox baseball. Obviously nothing White Sox specific right now, but we've got MLB talk. Uh, MLB talks in particular, Tom. Yeah. Um, we right now it's February twenty eighth or bust, and February twenty eighth is two days away. It's yeah, Monday. That would be Monday. Um, close of business on Monday. If if baseball doesn't get their shit together, owners and and players come together and and have an agreement on a collective bargaining. Uh, come to the table. Um, then we're gonna be canceling regular season baseball games, Tom. Where are you at? I want to hear your hopes first. <laughs> you were all sunshine and roses um, in, in this, thinking that it's going to get done on Monday. I have no no <laughs> positive thoughts coming into today. I okay. So the, where where it breaks down for me is like all the reports that you've seen coming out of this. Jeff Passan, mm-hmm. um, big guy reporting, but also like it, it, you just. You can't name a fucking time that a, that a reporter came out and said like, wow, great progress today, everybody. We're going to get so cl- – we're so close. Nobody's said that. Yeah. It's not being said. So that's a huge red flag for me is that every time people come out of this negotiations, they're like marginal progress, barely any progress or no progress, couldn't be further away. That's been every report coming out of this. How like how am I supposed to be positive after reading these day after day? There was just way too many things that separated the two sides going into the week. There is no way that they're going to cover all that ground before Monday. Now Jesse Rogers went out. This this is the fucking kicker to me, and this is still just my first thing like about these reporters. You're a big Jesse Rogers fan, aren't you? Sam? <laughs> That's not, it's not about him. It's about what he said, right? He said that Rob Manfred came in on Friday, right? And this was the first time they've seen them all week. How the fuck are we supposed to assume that the owners are actually serious if the commissioner of baseball wasn't even present for the first four days of the critical week, the like the week that mattered the most, according to everyone, the fucking commissioner of baseball wasn't even there. So he's got other people doing his dirty work, Tom. Yeah, That's guess. what it comes down to. And we all know that Manfred, I, to be honest with you, I think Manfred is like a trigger for everybody. So like him not being there is probably a good thing because, you know, he's got other people that are representing him and representing the league. I, um, so, I so disagree, though, because like if you're serious, if you're actually serious about making I understand a deal happen, that. you'd fucking be there. I understand that. You know, I, I'm not all doom and gloom. Like you are. No, um, and I, you know, I think all good things come in threes. So I got three good points here, right? <laughs> three positive points. Positive uh, we'll, points. We'll determine if they're good or not. Have, okay. I still have my hopes for Major League Baseball starting on time because number one, I need it, like air <laughs> to breathe, and number two, I think there's just way too much at stake. There's way too much money on the line here. So. 
first off, first point, players want to play. Players want to play, period. They know that they aren't going to get everything that they want at the table this year. This is something we discussed last time, right? Not everything is going to get done in this five-year period, uh, you know, this This exact CBA, CBA, this agreement, right? It's going to take progress. It's going to take time. Any substantial change in history has taken time, right? So that's my hope, right? They're, They're winning on a few things. They are making steps in the right direction in a lot of important areas, okay? Point number two. Owners lost way too much money in 2020 to want to shut this thing down, okay? I know that, you know, obviously it's a global pandemic that got in the way, right? But, you know, these are people, these owners of Major League Baseball organizations are people that can't make enough money. There's like normal people, there's rich people, and then there's like fuck you money. Yeah, they fuck you money, and mm-hmm. they'll do anything to keep you, keep everybody else below them, and at fuck you money. And right yeah. now, like obviously, we see that with a CBA agreement not coming to fruition, but baseball not happening for a month or two months—that's so much money down the drain. Even in the cold months in Chicago, opening day is going to be packed if it happens on time. I want to retort so bad, but I'm going to let you get through your third point before All I right. get to you. Third point. And and this kind of actually, this plays into what we were talking about five minutes ago-ish. The world needs, like, the world needs something great. The world needs something that people can hang their hat on, that's normal, that people can be like, yes, thank God there's baseball. Major League Baseball has its opportunity. This is a golden opportunity. For Major League Baseball to be like, yes, we are in this. We want to provide an excellent entertainment for people. Let's make it happen. This could put baseball back on the map. It's already so far off the map, though. It's like, okay, but the main thing that I think you said there is that you you fucking you put it out there that they have fuck you money, Steve. And what... Fuck you money means is that they'll say fuck you if they want to. Mm-hmm. So they don't give a shit. They, they do not care. They don't care, Steve. So that's why baseball is not going to happen. And, and the other thing that I felt I needed to bring up is, is this whole Walker Bueller situation. So I don't know if you saw. I, but, I didn't until you brought it up a few minutes ago before this. So, But hey, like Walker Bueller went out there and roasted these uh, owners. And then all of a sudden... He deleted his tweets. So I don't know why he deleted his tweets. Maybe it was something that the MLBPA said. Maybe it was that the MLB owners went in after him. I don't know. But he deleted these tweets. They got a lot of run before that happened. And it was, please tell me, this is Walker Bueller's words himself. Please tell me how what the players are asking for is crazy. Inflation happens. Markets rise. Money grows. Ask the owners. They know. Why would we agree to even less than inflation level income rises? Would you take that? I think that's fucking brilliant because it's, he's literally putting it on like would if you were offered like raises and it was below the level that inflation grows at, then what the fuck? Why, why would you take that? And so we can't ask the players to do that. 
like it, it makes so much sense to be like, yeah, the players want to play. These owners lost way too much money. But at the same time, if the owners are offering shit, like, yeah, the players want to play, but why would we pressure them to take less than what they're worth? And then this is the this is the one this is the kicker that got me is the his follow up tweet to that was this is Walker Bueller again like fucking brilliant up and coming athlete he's gonna be a, a star for a while hypothetically he said this isn't millionaires versus billionaires that's a lot of people want to paint it that way this is workers versus owners the value is subjective we are extremely lucky to do what we do but the numbers don't line up. I appreciate the fans getting where we are coming from, truly. But this is the thing. Like, I, I couldn't agree more with what he says there is that it's like it doesn't technically matter what like the actual numbers are. It matters what the margins are. It's like if these owners are getting like crazy fucking astronomical profits, yes, 2020 happened. But that's not the norm and that's not been the norm. And like over the last 26, 28 years, whatever it's been of labor peace, like these owners have been fucking raking it in after year after year after year. And meanwhile, fucking like the minimum like and salary players my, are getting fucked. And that's my biggest argument, right? So first off, minimum salary, I, I know it's not what MLBPA wants, mm. but there is a raise. And, you know, oh, I, I think sounding to real be honest owner with you, loving, I'm not, you know what? I'm not, I'm not. But I'm, I just want baseball so badly, right? I'm coming from the fan yeah. perspective of I want baseball badly, right? I'm, ta I'm taking this from a selfish perspective. You I'm, want it bad. I'm yeah. being 100% honest. Yeah. This is my selfish, honest opinion, right? Personally, I think this is, this is, that's the one point that owners are going to give in a little bit on at the, at the dealing table on Monday salary. is league minimum salary, right? When you line up the numbers, owners aren't going to lose that much if they raise the league minimum salary another, I don't know, $100,000 a player, right? Yeah. Because they're at what right now? It's oh, 555, 535, something yeah. like that, right? And if they go up to 630, 625, I think the players organization, the players That's association, they've got to take that. That's a huge They've got to take that. And I think the owners are actually going to be willing to give that up because it's not a ton in comparison to what they make every single year. Right. It's not a ton. Like that, I think that's something they'll finally be willing to give up on on Monday. And if that's the case, like you're fighting for, you're fighting for the little man. You're finally fighting for the little man. Yeah. And that's what the players association needs to start doing because – you know, what the Players Association and the players in general have been able to do over the last five years is they've been able to win over public opinion. Yeah. Or they've started to win over public opinion. Yeah. Now, the one thing that doesn't, that gets in the way of them winning public opinion is guys like Max Scherzer, <laughs> who are getting paid $43 million a year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, now, is, is he worth every penny of that? In my opinion, absolutely. Pretty Does much. has he earned ever? Will he earn every single penny of that, or has he done enough in the past to earn every single penny of that? In my opinion, absolutely. Yeah. The thing is, though, there are those baseball fans, those old school baseball fans. I'll call them old school baseball fans, I guess. Um, <laughs> who who are like we know what you're thinking, Steve. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, you don't even have to put the words in my mouth. Um, but that's what's pissing off people, and they're like, these players make enough. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, they do. Yeah. Sure. But I mean, look at the bottom. Look right. at the bottom. And that's that's where that's the point that the players union has to, has to, has to hammer on. I couldn't agree more. And it's and it's you, you think about the players like like we've said it before, but your Yermin Mercedes, your Daniel Palkas, Palkas, right? Like these guys did not make enough money in their time in the MLB for what they gave us. 100%. Right? Like they made the White Sox a ton of money just by bringing eyes to the team. They brought national eyes to the team, both players. And both of them are, well, I guess Daniel Polk is going to be a Met, but like, <laughs> but like both of them are making like shit money as, as minor leaguers. And I mean, as baseball fans, right? Wouldn't we want the lowest player to make enough to make it worth their while to continue to press and be better and better? And then that brings the whole MLB like level up. Yep. Like if these players are getting paid enough, they'll stick around for longer and you'll have more Mark Burley stories. You'll have more like flash in the pan yeah. stories too. Like guys like your Mercedes and right. Daniel Polka, not to beat a dead horse, but it's like, those are the those are the stories that bring us to baseball the most, I think. Yeah. And that would be uplifted if the minimum salary is just brought up enough to make it worth it to even just chase a cup of coffee. Even if you're just chasing a cup of coffee, that those players would stick around more. Right. And that's no, I, that's a win. Hundred percent. And they got to be on par. They got to be on par with the other leagues. That's where it's at, too. Right now, baseball, out of the four major sport, American sports, baseball is the lowest in regard to league minimum salary. Mm-hmm. They also have arguably the longest season. Longest season so probably are making the most money per, like, team. So Wait, who's making the most? Uh, MLB what? is making the most Yo, money. The team. owners. Yeah. Yes, yes, for sure. Most profitable organizations. Because of, part, right. because of that long-ass fucking season. Because of that long-ass fucking season. And speaking of owners making more money, this is the last thing I want to bring up because I don't want to dive too much deeper into this. We've already talked about it for a while. The owners, like all this talk about the owners are going to lose too much money if the if the MLB season doesn't start, they've argued and won like extended playoffs. All the money that they're going to lose from <sighs> yeah, like Yeah, Jesus. I can't baseball. believe that they, they won on that. Fucking, they don't make any fucking money on April baseball. I really thought the players union was going to fight that harder. I You want know whatever. Whatever about the extended playoffs, but, but they're going to make all of that money back and more 1000% from just that alone. Playoff tickets are not cheap and then not, on top of that you sell all the merch, especially if your team is successful. It's not even so. the, it's not like yes that but like TV deals. And that's TV. like the I, only yeah. thing that's consistently made money for television companies in the last like 3 years has been live sports. They're going to fucking pay out of their ass for this shit. Guess 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 who who has live sports? <laughs> Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No free ads. All right. Before I talk about free or before I continue down the road of free ads, Tom, I got a goddamn bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. And this bone to pick, this bone to pick is with someone who I said I was going to I was going to hammer down on these guys and I'm going to continue to hammer down on them when I start to see stupid fucking tweets king mac i know you're probably not listening to this podcast but i got a bone to pick with you sir i just don't get it man so first off it's one thing 
to have a brand and cert, uh, hate on certain players. You do you, man. That's totally fine. But you basically went on your Twitter.com space. <laughs> not spaces, but your Twitter.com sphere. You've been on spaces anyway. Yeah. And you basically called Lucas Giolito soft, saying that he blame shifted to Tony LaRussa after that loss against Detroit at home uh, last year where he said his arm was tired or uh, they didn't have much in the tank. Yeah. I think those were his exact words. Yeah. Okay. First off, he didn't blame Tony. That's not Tony. He took actually personal ownership and responsibility and said it was on him. Okay. Number two, if you want to take that as him blaming Tony, cool. Cause Tony did fuck up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Third point. You said that Lucas Giolito Needed uh, that was the killer look. Killer what is it? He's killer he's, he's a kill, killer. He's, he needs to look like eyes. a killer. Okay. Number one, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and then second, have you seen that picture of of him against the, oh, yes. the A's? Oh yeah. In the, the in the 2020 wild card game, the where he wants the to death fucking stare murder somebody. Where yeah. he's throwing a no hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the killer look, I think. You know, if he's if I'm not it. mistaken, yeah, but I, I think he it. might have it. I think he might have it. You know, <laughs> this guy plays with emotion. Okay, Lucas Giolito plays with emotion. Michael Jordan played with emotion. Lots of great athletes play with emotion. Okay, all of them. I think like shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I to be honest with you, I shouldn't even be bringing attention to this because I swear that these guys say this stuff just to get exposure. Just to get engagement. Oh, they do. Just to get listens. Oh, they do. So big Kenwo move. Honestly, <laughs> from Ken Kenwo Jr. So <laughs> sorry, I call it how I see it. So That's there's incredible. my bone to pick. Sorry, Tom, I had to rant there for okay, a minute. Okay, no, it's totally fine. But this is the segment that we were excited about. We want to talk about. We don't want to talk about him, actually. Fuck Josh Donaldson, but he's out here causing problems for us again. And it's not because of his play on the field, because he sucks. But <laughs> um, we we find ourselves uh, scrolling through Twitter.com and coming across one of his tweets. Um, and he's... He's made the claim... Oh, he said it, ladies and gentlemen. He's made the claim that the MLB baseball... All-Star game is... Go, for, go word for word here. Go word for okay, word. Go, go, go. So, Josh Donaldson. Baseball is the only legitimate All-Star game in sports. Okay. <laughs> he goes on. You can't go easy when a guy throws 100. All the other sports besides hockey should stop having them. It's actually <laughs> embarrassing to watch. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know about you, but I was actually entertained by the by the All Star Game, the NBA, because he specifically called this tweet came out during the NBA All Star Game, so he was specifically calling out. Mind you, he said all sports, right? But hockey, right? Of, hockey. Of course, you like hockey. The skills of competition. You what? Like hockey. Fuck no, you. do you know what he's doing? He's appeasing to his still Canadian fan base, is what that oh, is. Oh, yeah, the you Canadian, know, and, and now when he's he was in with Minnesota Toronto. too. So it's like it well, might as well be right. Exactly. You know. First off, I don't know who this is pandering to because this is definitely a tweet where he's trying to pander to somebody. I guess what the Timberwolves suck, so <laughs> yeah, maybe, Car- no, but maybe Carl pandering Towns to- won the fucking like three point contest. That is or true. So like, why wouldn't he want to? Whatever, whatever. So 
Now, <laughs> here, here's my – let's do a comp. You know, let, why yes, not? You want let's. Josh Donaldson, let, let's, let's give you the time of day for once, I guess. We'll but, allow it. You know, b- before I do that – To humor him. Uh, hashtag Donaldson facts. Um, so we're, we're going to throw out a few of our own here. Um, if you're on YouTube or if you're on Twitter too, I, I can pull it up on Twitter as well to – for those of us that are listening on Twitter, share your hashtag Donaldson facts with us and uh, we'll post our favorites uh, or share the favorites throughout our segment here. Um, so Josh Donaldson, hashtag Donaldson facts. Josh <laughs> Donaldson fills up an empty vodka bottle full of water and brings it to a party. Hashtag Donaldson facts. You fucking know it already. This is, this is exactly the kind of person he is and he deserves all of this from us. Hashtag Donaldson facts. Josh Donaldson eats cereal with a fork. Confirmed. Hashtag Donaldson facts. It's There's like, no good cereal to eat with a fork. There's fucking... This is the kind of guy he is. Josh Donaldson thinks paint chips is an appetizer. Ooh. <laughs> Hashtag That's Donaldson good. facts. These, this is the kind of fucking guy we're dealing with. All right. So what? let's do that MLB All-Star Week versus NBA All-Star Weekend comparison so and i called it mlb all-star week for a reason so let me go yeah, through what's a good point let me look go through what 2021s looked like out in uh denver okay at uh course fields course. um course. so first youth baseball had like a, a game or a little i don't know matchup on thursday um it's like pute what do you call that babe ruth league or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah basically yeah. little league um, then there was a high school All-American game on Friday there. Now, here's the thing. If you want to involve kids, by all means, do it. Yeah, it's cute. But there's no MLB presence there. I didn't even know that existed until I looked up what the 2021 All-Star week schedule looked like. Yeah. Um, Would not It's have cool known. that you want to involve kids, but where's the MLB presence? Do you actually care, or are you just renting out the facility and saying, hey, youth baseball, go play there? Yeah. Like, that doesn't do anything. There's it's no a cool experience for those kids, yeah. but there's no eyes. Exactly. thousand percent. Saturday is an all-star game 5K. What? <laughs> is this like hashtag White Sox Run Club except like MLB Run Club? Yeah, that, that's like, what is this? lame as fuck. And I think everybody that like went knew it. I, this is something like the that only be, thing of significance on the Saturday. That's the thing. Like you could do that on like your MLB All-Star Weekend and then have that as like a side activity for people that have traveled to the city to do. That's kind of cool. It's like, hey, MLB is also doing a 5K, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, don't forget to go to these activities that are actually happening around the ballpark. Or, so what? It just anything but focusing only on that anyway. Right. Sunday, Futures game, which I love. I love the Futures game. It's cool. But the celebrity softball game is kind of a joke. It's fucking cringe. <laughs> it's really, really <laughs> ugly. Um, and the fact that the Futures game happens before the celebrity all-star game is a big problem for the brand of baseball. You're like, you know, the Futures game, we should definitely have it, but celebrities are more important, and we're going to give them prime time. <laughs> what? Yeah, and it was, like, if I remember correctly, like, I don't, actually, the more important thing to take away is that I don't remember a single celebrity that was in it. It's like, it couldn't have been that great. <laughs> like, get some big names, for God's sakes. Like, make it interesting. Right. S- Monday. Now, mind you, we're on Monday. We started yeah. on Thursday, and we're finally on Monday. 
workout day and the home run derby. The home run derby is great. I love the home run derby. You can it's argue fun. with its formatting if you want, but yeah. the home run derby in general gets eyes on the game, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I sat down and put it on. Your yeah. mean Mercedes Absolutely. definitely should have been in the home run derby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if he was still in the league. He yes. needed to fix his swing. Um, <laughs> so that's Monday. Tuesday is the actual all-star game. Um, cool. So Monday and Tuesday are your most important days to the All-Star game. Really quick. And it's a Monday and a Tuesday. Go ahead. Sorry. I know that's the most important part of what you're saying, but really quick, if Willens Astudio was the pitcher for Yermi Mercedes in the home run derby. <laughs> of course. This is the, okay. creative, <laughs> the creative mind here, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, no, but that's the most important part is that when you're looking at MLB All-Star weekend in quotes the the most important two things that happen for the mlb all-star like the most important games the most important things the most important events are happening on a monday and a fucking tuesday thank you for reiterating you exactly what i just said idiots. Yes. mlb what are you doing they do this all the time too you like, can't even call it all-star weekend it's all-star week and you're it, it and you waited until Monday and Tuesday to do your best stuff. And they do this fucking shit during the playoffs, too. We had the complaints yep. during the playoffs. Like, players, they have fucking playoff games players on are Tuesday playing. afternoon. Players are playing their regular 162-game schedule up until that Sunday. Yep. You're not even giving them that significant of a break. Yep. Honestly, if you want to do this in this format, fine. At least get the players that long of a break, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. All right, compared to the NBA, NBA's got the celebrity and rising stars games. And they did, they do celebrities first, yes. then the rising stars game. Good. Much better format, right? Next. That's Saturday. on a Friday. That's on a Friday. That's Friday. That's a Friday. Cool. Your most important stuff, not on a Friday. Though it was great to see IO in the rising stars game. Huge. Um, Saturday. HBCU Challenge, which is dope. I don't know if this is the first year they've done it, but this year they had two historically black college universities playing against each other in the All-Star game on an afternoon Saturday mm -hmm. uh, at, the, at, at Cleveland, pardon me, for All-Star Weekend. Great. I absolutely love that. Very That's cool. super cool. Then you've got all the skills competitions after that. So three-point dunk, or pardon me, skills, three-point, and then dunk. Dunk contest was a little bit of a bust, but... Now that is, I will say that, the one thing that the NBA needs to start doing is start getting the, these all-star players yeah. exposure in the dunk competition. I know you don't want them getting injured. Yeah. But I think that's part of it. Like they just got to re I think the all the dunk contest should stay, but they just got to rework the format. One thing that somebody brought up that made all the sense in the world to me is one of the most important parts is that you see the dunk happen on the first try. Mm. And that's that like, that makes it so much more exciting. You're like, holy shit, did he just do that? Whereas, like, you see him try, like, get the toss from the guy, and then it's like, oh, I you see. know what he, what's going to yeah, happen, Yeah, he's like, right? oh, I see what he's trying to get do. Get rid Let's, of that element of surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the most, like, yes. the, the, like, bam factor. Like, that's, what a, that's what's cool about dunks is that it's like, oh, damn, that came out of nowhere. He just, like, did that athletic thing like that. And that's what makes dunks cool. So if you take that, like, thrill factor out of it then what the fuck exactly yeah, no like, i agree i agree they should put him on a faster clock i mean that's i mean if you're looking at the home run derby that they're on a clock mm -hmm. like okay so the one thing that i'll give mlb on that is that you know they they at least have the structure of like the home run derby is a little bit better you know you could work on it still eh. anyway For anyway sure. i All digress right. and then sunday you've got so 
This one I don't get. This is the one issue I have with NBA All-Star Game is that the G League game. Like, why are you doing a G League game um, before the All-Star Game? I, I know, you know, you're kind of getting the basically minor leagues of basketball yeah. out there to play as a warm-up game. What they should have done, especially with the 75th anniversary thing that they had, and they had all of these former players, all of these Hall of Famers, what they should have done, Hall of Fame game, yeah, veterans and legends game. Like, all of them playing up against each other. That would, like, be, that would be hilarious. You know, Jordan is a captain and Magic is a captain, and <laughs> they draft their teams. Like, that would be hilarious. Honestly, like, I, I would see the downfall of that being, like, if you saw Dirk Nowitzki come into the arena, he was he was limping like bad. He, he looked like not in a good way, and I was, and it's more like, dude, you need a fucking cane. And so, like, I'll, I would understand why they wouldn't do it, but at least at least do this, televise the drafting part of it. Like right. that would be so. If you get Magic and and Michael, and then they draft of the. Like seventy, like the stars, the Hall of Famers mm-hmm. from this for the seventy fifth. That would be prime tele, prime television. I'll tell you, it would be. That would actually be really funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, obviously, guys who are limping, they don't have to play. Like it's obviously their choice, their prerogative. But yeah, at the same time, I mean, I, I'd like to see Carl Malone still try to throw it down. That would be incredible. <laughs> I see you. I see you. And I think that's a great point. So there you and go. then the all-star game obviously happens in the evening on the Sunday. Right. That's so the that, only thing I would change. Whereas Major League Baseball, I would almost revamp the entire thing. Yes. And so. I, I love I love how you brought it like day by day by day. Because that's one thing that we critique a lot with MLB is that they don't know how to fucking schedule. You know, it's crazy. They have 162 games a year and they don't know how to schedule. Like, how could you fuck up so badly all the time? when you draft schedules and they just do it year after year after year. Yep. So I don't know what's wrong with them. And I, and again, I love that you brought it up in that format. So clearly Josh Donaldson's an idiot, you know, Josh Donaldson. I mean, he, Josh Donaldson can't parallel park hashtag Donaldson facts, but (laughs) I wanted to bring up the biggest like pros for each of them just cause it's like, you know, there are some things that the MLB does. And I think the thing that makes them, exciting and i think that's the thing that you know actually makes it worth watching sometimes is that they're actually playing for something you know Mm -hmm. if if the if the national league wins then the national league gets home field advantage in the in the world series that's a cool thing you know if the american league wins they get the home field advantage in in the world series so that's that's something that's kind of cool to know that they're playing for something whereas like the nba all-star game like i actually i had to google it they they're playing to like donate money to um you know the charities of their choice, which is kind of, it's cool, mm-hmm. but I, I would say like, keep doing that, but also add on like some way, shape or form to make this worth it for the team to win. I don't know how you would do it, but anyway, for sure. Um, then the biggest pro I think for the NBA and the thing about this is this would never work for the MLB, but the having captains select their own teams, that is Fantastic, and the televised Trout event. versus Soto. Trout versus Soto. That, there you go. But here's the the thing about it is like okay, but you have to stay within your leagues, which is oh part. AL versus NL. Okay, so it's so like you only can. Cons- that's already AL versus NL. But bada then, boom, bada so you but you would just take like the voting out of it entirely and just have captains select. That could be cool. But like 
I don't know, like people like to vote for their all stars and stuff. I guess so. It's always the big market teams that have their guys getting the most votes, though. It feels like. And KC, KC had Salvador Perez. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Most overrated catcher in the league. He, most oh. over. Yes, he is. Though he is. Though he's he up is. there. Maybe Yachty. Maybe Yachty or Molina. Is he still rated? <laughs> St. Louis loves him. Fuck St. Louis. Um, but. I think that, like, I mean, just think about the televised event because it this year it brought the moment where LeBron asked KD dead dead on in the in the broadcast, "Hey, you know, James Harden is he like healthy though?" And then Shaq jumps in and says, "Yo, he got traded. He put some icy hot on there, and he's good to go." <laughs> Fucking hilarious! Just like that kind of stuff. Doesn't happen in the MLB around the All Star Game. No, like there, there's not. Mike, like, miking up is not entertaining enough. You no, know? and actually, unless it's Ramon Laureano during the playoffs and he's like <laughs> cursing because a ball got hit over his yes, head. Yes, yes, like that's funny. But I like I actually really hate like the mic'd up thing. Like when ESPN's tried to do like while people are in the outfield in an active game, they're trying to interview them. I hate that shit. Right, exactly. Like the Ramon Laureano situation I, I during the. I hate that. Like, it's it's not entertaining. It's awkward. It's clunky. The guy's trying to play a fucking professional sport, yep. and you're interviewing him during it? Like I said, it's only funny when dude's, like, cursing. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, this is dumb. This is just dumb. But, I, I mean, like, continue to mic people up. Like, obviously, like, the, just do the clip show afterward. Like, you always do is, like, you're like, hey, we mic'd up this guy. Like, this is what he said during warm-ups and, like, in between, like, going in and out of the dugout. Like, and then throw a clip together and, and flash it on the screen in between, like, mm-hmm. you know, in between hitters or something. I don't know. But, like, okay, we can critique MLB's product for fucking days when it comes down to it. They're not even going to play a regular season this year. So, oh, no. <laughs> False. It's going to happen. I'm hanging my hat on it. All right. Well, I got one more thing that we got to cover uh, before we wrap this thing up, Tom. And it's from my 108 tourney inside source. Um, so I've got some news to drop about the 108 tourney. Uh, I'm, I don't even know who this guy is. Whatever. I, yeah. All I got to say is I, I got this break. inside source here. Um, I asked a few questions and, and they were, they were open and, and honest, uh, with what they know. So, um, I asked, um, if they have any idea if Jeff Passan will be a late entry to this year's tournament. Um, <laughs> apparently they are trying to keep Jeff Passan out of the tournament. Um, They're trying I would to love keep... to see him force his way into the tournament. In he, some Jeff Passan would annihilate everyone. I, anyway. I mean, I, I he would just cool have to that. tweet one time, be like, "Vote for me," and then it's just true. like body everyone. Um, now the other bits of information that I have, um, there are going to be four female number one seeds this year. Do you want to take a guess at who? I mean, I have no idea That's, who they are. That, yeah, that. Okay, with that piece of information four, alone, four female number one seats, four number ones. So you've got to think, and and I think we hashed out a little bit, just like speculating, you know. And again, speculating. Allie White Sox is definitely. I I, mean, I, I think there's think. I think there's three locks right now. Allie White Sox, Janice, Janice, and Celeste. Yeah, like for sure. Those are three. Those so I mean, fucking book it, guys. Speculation, mind you, but book it. If you can bet it, you should. 
but you can't. Yeah, if you could parlay those three <laughs> together with plus odds, I put the mortgage down. On Absolutely, they're, they're making the tournament. Absolutely, they're uh, making as, the tournament as ones. and they're ones. As yes. ones, yeah. I have no idea who the fourth would be though. I can't. I. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, so I'll leave that in everybody's back pocket. Um, yeah. The I have two more bits of information to share. Um, the Every year they God. come out with the odds. Your scoops, man. I know, I know. You can't, you can't see who this is. Um, so, <laughs> if the scoops close to the chest, I get it. Exactly. Uh, what, what's, what do you, what was that word that you, you said? Um, um, oh, mums, mums the word. Mums the word. Mums the word. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, what word did I use to describe you? Uh, bitch. Uh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The um the odds makers um they usually do every year along with the tournament they have fake betting odds yes. on, on who's gonna win the tournament or get out <laughs> of their get out of their bracket um or get out of their region yeah um those odds will be dropped apparently either the night of or the morning after the 108 tourney release show um, okay so so it's gonna be closely tied to about, it oh which is Thursday March 10th. Which is Thursday, March 10th. So keep your the eye on date is solidified. So keep a lookout for the 108 release tourney show. On the 10th. And on the 10th, as well as the betting odds. And the fourth thing. There is information from my source that the super secret guest host is an infamous character in White Sox Twitter that may or may not have their own podcast. So infamous being the key word, right? Like that's that's the I adjective. I swear to God, if it is Ken W.O. That motherfucker. <laughs> I am going to, I will boycott. No, 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 you said his name wrong. You said his name wrong. Ken Woe. Thank you. Ken Woe. If it is Ken Woe. Woe. We're going to riot. Uh, we're rioting. I, I, I boycott all 108 goods. <laughs> For well, the rest look, of eternity. They gave him his own. They gave him his own fucking gauntlet last year and got bounced in the first round. So he's got too many haters. He's got too many. Fucking Way too haters. many haters. But then why would the they bid say- is so old? The bid is so old. Why would they go with him? Right? This, who else would it be? Is there another infamous podcast? Infamous. Host? Infamous. It can't be like Mac. No. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> So but those are those are the those scoops. Are, those are the scoops per my it. source. Um, we'll see how accurate they are. We'll find out. So, I be March tenth. March tenth is my source. Eyes must, on Twitter. My sources. Mum, mum's the word. Mum's the uh, word. My source. Um, Tom, final thoughts. Wrap this thing up. <sighs> I hate Josh Donaldson so much. He he's such a prick, and he really he is out here pandering to fucking. Hockey fans, like what a bitch! Unbelievable, what a man. fucking bitch! So I, uh, I'm, I'm excited for the season. Pakota came out. Sox gonna be a 94 win team. Book it. Would you be content with that? Quick question: Would you be content with the White Sox being a 94 win team this year? Yes. In the regular season, yeah, I think that wins the wins the region. Definitely wins the with division. Division, yeah. yeah. I was like, what's a region? <laughs> we, we were talking about 108 like tournaments so much, I can't get it out of my head. No, uh, I think that wins the division. Like, so that's, I mean, that's what that absolutely wins the division. That's what matters. So I'd be happy. Like, okay, would love I'll, home field in the first round. Would really yes. love that. I mean, that would make a huge difference for obvious reasons. We saw what happened last year. Yep. So. Hold I, on, you're talking. Hold on, but you're talking about Pakota. 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 Yeah. Um, 
and you're talking about baseball happening in a 162 game season, baby. Let's no, make no, it no, happen. No. They're, they're going to have 94 wins, but there's only going to be 94 games. Oh, so it's gonna be- <laughs> win them all, baby. <laughs> Let's go, White Sox. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm praying that baseball starts on time. Oh yeah, because otherwise you're going to have to watch Chicago Fire. Ooh, Chicago Fire. The MLS. Uh, well, opening, remember MLS opening day today. Remember, I'm, I'm the biggest Bulls fan here Fuck in, you, in my in my Bulls sweatshirt. You, br- you brought it up. The to biggest I Bulls sweatshirt, baby. Bulls. Fuck you, man. I I can't believe you fucking brought up again that actually what I really can't believe is that you're going to your fourth fucking Bulls game. Fourth game, baby. Let's go Bulls. <sighs> Such an asshole. Hopefully they take care of business against the Grizzlies. You're not even a solid Bulls team. Fan. Yes, it should be a really Grizzlies, good game. Yeah, it should it be should a be really good. good game. Should be good. All right. Well. And Han, we trust. End this lockout Major League Baseball. You must. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.